Welcome back to the Golden Perceptions Podcast. I am Angel. And I am KB, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Fran, how are you doing tonight? I'm here. I am here. So here. That's favorite. <laughs> yes, y'all. So... Um, obviously we've been kind of going through some things. She's been, I've been sick. I was sick first. She's been sick, but we are recovering and we are, the devil is a lie. We are definitely still doing this. So, um, tonight guys, we'll just be talking about, um, preparing your child for success or are you preparing your child for a struggle? Um, Obviously, that is something, although I do not have children, that is something that, you know, is dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, Angel does have children, so I'm sure kids, she yeah. can contest to the topic today. For sure. You do not have a lot of kids. <laughs> seems like <laughs> it. <laughs> Definitely seems like it. So I just want to first talk about because when I really think about preparing your child for success, um, we always kind of tie what success look like as as people, and I'll just say in general, we we tie that to what we've seen other cultures and other races, and what their success looks like. We tie that to, you know, what we look to as success. You know, having the nicer things or the finer things in life, right? right. Um, but based on what I have learned growing up, you know, as an adult and coming from a not so perfect childhood, um, I would say like what I have accomplished thus far has been a success on my behalf because it, it was a time that I didn't see myself being here. You know what I mean? Like it was a time that I, I couldn't even envision coming this far. Um, so to me, every time that I win is a success. To me, every time that I elevate, every time that I do something more or something, um, you know, that's better than the last time, that's a success to me. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't live those successes down. I, I literally hype up every moment that you know I pursue something and it is a success. So. Um, I would like for you to really start, Angel, and just really, you know, kind of let the people know, because I will say this about her, with her children, like, I know a lot of people with kids, and I just don't really think that I've ever seen a mom really not just talk about how they want to see them, their kids, you know, become a success, but really just doing it you know preparing them for it and really putting them in position and holding them responsible for right. you know who they are now in order to prepare them for who they need to be in the future you know exactly yeah so I am going to start by saying um I'm big on lessons when it comes to my kids like I think everything is a teachable moment and you know I'll tell you all the time like oh this happened and I had to teach them that this is this you know so um, a lot of the stages I go through with each of them, I try to make sure that they learn a lesson from whatever it is that it may be. So let's just get into, let's talk about credit first, right? So um, when you think back to maybe your parents or of course your grandparents and even before that credit was not 
as important as it is now. Like it was dang near shunned upon, honestly. Like exactly. I remember my mom being like, do not get a credit card. Right. Do right. not put your name on anything for credit. Right. And literally now we're living in a space where you need a certain type of credit score to even get an apartment. Some jobs even look at your credit score to see if they'll hire you. So um in that time I feel like it wasn't it wasn't a thing besides no don't do that they didn't know you know what to teach us because it wasn't as important as it is today so um the way I'm molding my kids is just all self-taught right so you can't teach what you don't know I I agree with that however we live in a day and age where everything is right at your fingertips all the information that you can possibly want to know need to know it's at your fingertips you just have to do the work and figure it out now with my babies I would say I just wanted of course like every parent you want more for your kid than you have for yourself I didn't have nobody to teach me what credit was how to get a credit card or anything of that nature my very first credit card I want to say I was about 20 and a friend we went to express Uh and she was like oh you you finna pay for that I'm like yeah she's like you could just get a credit card I was like oh really like not even knowing what I was getting myself into so I literally remember applying for this credit card I got approved for the credit card I got the stuff and I was like so happy like okay so I remember walking out so I was like so how do I pay this back like you know she was like um they'll send you something telling you what to pay or you just don't have to pay I was like oh okay you know like she didn't know better we both young so I'm like okay so then of course they send me this bill and I'm trying to keep up with the payments paying the minimum till one day I was just like okay I'm not paying this no more and the consequences weren't like they are now behind not paying it one day just turned away so I feel like I got to a point as my, I'm going to say particularly my son, as he started to get older, um, I had told myself like, okay, I don't want for my kids to have someone else teach them something because I didn't know how to teach them. So I literally like started researching stuff like, okay, credit. And at that point, as I'm researching and maybe asking friends who had, you know, credit experience and getting themselves together I started rebuilding my credit for myself so I think it all depends on also knowing your child like you have to know your child to know what path and what route and what lessons you should be teaching them in what moment one thing I know, know about my son is like he gonna do good at whatever it is that he does but he hasn't come to a place where he wants to go above and beyond just at this point I know he'll get there so for me it was like okay at first I was like okay I'm gonna put him on my credit cards and then by the time he turned 18 he'll have this great credit and this and this net and, and I was like no I'm not gonna do that only because like I said if I would have just handed it to him then he just would have stopped there he's not learning anything from that right right you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. although growing up like you can give him money pocket money he'll say that he's a real penny pitcher he's not a big spender but I was like I have to do it this way so um with that once he um turned 18 I had him get a secure credit card and all of this came from research like I really didn't know but at that point I had been there myself but I just find it very important to make sure you know things so you can teach your kids and they don't 
go out with somebody else and they give them an incorrect lesson you know yeah. I like, want to before I'm sorry not to cut you off but I do want to tap into something before we kind of move forward that you said you have to know your child mm-hmm. and I think that that is very important because you could want something for a kid that it that is not ready for that thing exactly you know what I mean like you could in your mind say I want my baby to not ever have to worry about financial stability or you know any of that those things but then you would have to know your child's maturity level if I go to my child with this conversation or if I put this card in my child's hand is he going to one listen to me Mm -hmm. and um is he going to, you know, to not just follow the instructions that I give him, but take these as life lessons and instructions for, you know, the remainder of his life. And I think that does come with a certain age range. And I think, you know, you, you are very smart about distinguishing between him being a child who was ready. You saw that he, he was, you know, he knew how to save his money. So it's like, okay, I see him being responsible in that way. But now I need to teach him another way because, yeah, you can let your money sit there, but let your money work for you. Exactly. Yeah. So and then with my daughters, they're still pretty young and they still have time to grow into exactly who they'll be. But they like to spend every penny as soon as they get it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm knowing that with them, I would definitely have to make or take a different approach than I did with my son. I just find it like extremely important to it's one thing to want better for your kids Mm -hmm. but what are you doing to prepare yourself to be able to teach your kids what the world could possibly teach them but it may not necessarily be right or helpful Mm -hmm. my kids know like if I don't know something I'm going to tell you I don't know it but follow with that I'm going to say we can figure it out together. That way I'm learning, you learn, right. we come back together and we put together what we learn. Right. Right. Yeah, that and that piece is very important too. Like not pretending as if you know something and you don't know. Mm-hmm. And giving that information to somebody else, that could be detrimental because if you give somebody some a piece of something that you're not sure how this is going to taste you don't know if they allergic to it you know what I mean like you don't know the outcome that it could give right if I could be giving something I used to be um embarrassed when my kids asked me something that I didn't know and I'd be like um not really answer the question but I like kind of got on myself about that so what I would do is like I said be like oh I don't know so either I'm gonna research research it with you or have you research and of course I'm not telling you I'm researching it but when you I want you to teach me when you come back regardless and maybe I can add to that what you already know but you literally have to be honest with your kids and I can't stress it enough like Although you can't teach what you don't know, everything is at your fingertips to learn. Yeah. It might take a little bit longer than having firsthand knowledge from somebody who's been there, done it, but it's it's there. It could be done. Yeah. Yeah. And I never want my kids to feel like they have to go whatever route I paid for them. I want them to be able to know different paths. You know, I want them to be able to know different routes and choose for themselves. But also know if it's something that needs to be figured out, we can figure it out together. 
Yeah. I just really, when I was, um, because again, I don't have any children, but I was a child, obviously, at some point. And I just remember my parents being able to make money. And my dad, to this day, is just a hardworking person. Like, he's going to get it any by any means necessary, right? Um, but my mom, at times, she didn't have to work because my dad was a go-getter and he was going to get it. And he, you know, at times didn't want her to work. But there were things that my mom taught me that I literally use to this day when it comes to, you know, you know, how you pay your bills and, you know, how you just align yourself with what needs to be taken care of, you know, household, you know, all of those types of things. Mm -hmm. But when it came down to credit, um, I remember her specifically being like, do not ever write your name down on anything that requires somebody to use your social security number, right? Mm -hmm. So for years I didn't and I was afraid of this social security number and she get this this is information that my mother obviously trusted me with a lot earlier than she trusted my other siblings with um but she gave me my birth certificate she gave me my social security card and she was like this is your personal information but she did tell me like you know just be careful with this information you keep this hidden you don't carry this around with you everywhere you go this is, you know, your personal information that you should be, you know, using. And if somebody gets a hold of this, they can put things in your name and, you know, run up your credit. Mm -hmm. But that word credit or even just the preparation of financial stability was never really given to me, right? I was never really told that, you know, she would, I would help her pay bills, right? Like I knew how to write out checks I knew how to pay the bills. I knew how to seal, stamp them, write out the envelopes, all of that, right? I knew how to use a calendar so that we could prepare for that day to come. All of those things, right? Mm -hmm. But there was never really a real sit-down conversation on financial stability. It was always make sure you go to college, make sure you have a good paying job. You don't want to be put in the system. Do not use the system, um, you know, to get finances. Not, not that I have anything against that, but that's just what she was told. She was telling me because at one point she had to use a system. Mm -hmm. And then obviously that was something that she felt maybe held her back at some points. I, I don't know, you know, there was never really any reason given to that, but I do know that she did, you know, pour that into me to not, you know, allow myself to get into the system and, you know, to work hard, you know, so those are all things that she really instilled in me. So when it, when it came down to me not knowing nothing about finances, I graduated high school, um, I was always a real have my mind made up type of person. If my mind was made up, I was going to do it. I was going to do what my I had set my mind to. So I had set my mind to not going to college in Mississippi where we were currently living. And I was going to literally, and I was signed up and ready to go and everything. And I decided that I want to go back to Milwaukee, you know, where I'm from. I want to go back, you know, and I'll go to school there. So there was a time where, you know, 
when I got here, I didn't have anything because I left against my parents' will, right? Like my, my mother wasn't in agreement to it, but she did tell me like, you know, if you ever need to come back home, you can come back home, but I'm not going to, you know, make it easy for you since you Mm want to leave at such a young age. And I was 19. And so I left and I lived on a couple people, my grandmother, you know, my aunts, and I signed up for school. Then I dropped out and I signed up for school again. Then I dropped out and I didn't realize at that point that I was taking a hard route, like, you know, one that you don't want to take, but I also didn't have my mom to say, this is why you need to stay home. Yeah. This is why you shouldn't leave. This is why it was more so like, and my mom was a hard lesson type of person. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to jump on that again and fall and hit your head. And I told you not to do it one time. That's mm-hmm. on you. You come back over here, I'll patch it up, but I'm going to let you bust your head. Right. And that's that's the type of mom she was. I love her to I love her to this day for it because not only am I one of her one of the most hard-headed kids that she had, but I learned my lessons very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was never really taught that financial stability. I wasn't giving any understanding of what a dollar really meant, you know. Um even though I, I worked from the time that I was 16 until this current day, I never stopped working. Mm-hmm. I've always had a job, but it was just like, I didn't really, you know, I didn't, I didn't have that, that backing. I, th- I didn't have that, um, those, those conversations that you want to have with your children, even like you, you know, like, I think even at one point, my mom was telling me like, Hey, you're working now you might want to pay a bill, right? Mm -hmm. And at the time, I'm a kid, you know, I'm like, "Mm, I'm not paying y'all bills, like, what? And she was like, you know, trying to get me, and I was obviously giving pushback to her, and she was trying to get me to understand, you know, let me teach you how to be responsible. Let me show you how it feels that when you make money, this is you paying a bill, this is you doing, you know, the responsible thing or what you would have, what life would require you to do when you get out there, you know, when you start making money and when you start working on your own, these are things that life will require you to do. And she was like, I need you to pay a light bill. And obviously I was totally against it, but I did it. Of course. Um, but because I didn't want to listen to why I didn't know. So when I got my first apartment, I literally, was paying my rent but also buying clothes and doing everything and I was paying my rent and I was paying the bills but I didn't know you can pay your rent past the bill (laughs) and I got a I got a letter in the mail that said hey you owe us these late fees and I'm like Mm -hmm. late fees well I was calling and telling you that I was going to pay it after the, you know, I wasn't going to be able to pay it on that day and when I was going to pay it, but I didn't know after the fifth, you were going to be charging me $50 at a time or, and I did this like a number of times, right? Mm -hmm. But again, I was, I wasn't, I was living on my own. I was still young. It was my very first apartment and I was buying clothes and I was fly and I was buying shoes and I was, you know, I was doing Mm -hmm. my thing. Yeah. But I was not holding myself. You didn't know to, to hold yourself. 
accountable for being an adult. I knew how to pay the bills. Right. I just didn't know the structure in which I should be paying the bills. either. <laughs> I didn't know I had to. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I did yeah. all of these things without my mom. Exactly. And that's why you don't rush out to go and move on your own, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, my situation, and again, specifically speaking of my son, because he's the oldest, um, the plan for him was, okay, you're out of school, what do you want to do? Even before he got out of school, you want to go to college? I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Okay, well, listen, I'm going to tell you this, if you want to go to college, I'll make sure I assist you in figuring that out, but you need to let me know by this date. This date came, he didn't say nothing. I said, okay, this date has passed, what is your plan? Because at this point, you're going to have a, you know, a hard time getting to somewhere. What is it that you want to do? And I honestly think for whatever reason, he might have been a little scared to tell me he didn't want to go to college. But I didn't care. I didn't care if he didn't want to go to college. I'm not one that's feel like you need to go to college once you. It's so many people sitting around here with degrees and not even in their field of study making the money they're supposed to make. So I don't care for you to rack up student debt to not reap, you know, reap the benefits of it. So probably the best decision he could have made. For me too, because you know that 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 goes into the parents' name. They ain't got nothing yet. Yeah. So he like, no, I don't want to go to school. Okay. Well, you do have to work. You gotta do something. You You have to have a plan. There has to be a plan. So he found his job. I said, okay. Um, at this point we will relocate into a new state. So we moved, he graduated. And I had a sit down with him and said, okay, so you have 12 months to find your job. Well, not find a job, but you find your job ASAP. And I'm giving you 12 months. After the 12 months is up, you either have to start contributing to bills in this house. Or at that point, you can start looking for you a new place and I'll help you find that. The 12 months came. He was not ready to move out. So he had, I gave him rent. So he has a certain amount of rent that he pays each month. And that's only to build. It wasn't like, oh, we needed it and can't pay our own bills because that's not the case. But for me, it's like I have to teach you some responsibility. It's easy for us to let you sit here and stay with us and stack all your money. And again, my son, he's not a big spender. So he just got money in his account. Over this course of a year, we've been working on his credit score to date. He's really, really close to an 800 credit score. Over that 12 months, he bought his first car. Well, we gave him a car. He crashed it the second day. <laughs> Totaled the car. So I was like, okay, well, now you need to buy your car and figure out how you're going to get you to and from work. So um, he ended up saving enough money. And at that point, I was taking him back and forth to work. But he saved up enough money to buy himself a car. And um, I just feel like it's values and all of that. And I had to ask him, well, do you feel... Because we could have easily bought him a new car. We could have easily, okay, we'll give you half for a new car. But for me, it was like, we gave you something with, you know, no strings attached and it didn't work out, you know? So now you have to work and get it for yourself. It it would be easy for me to just give you everything. No, you need to figure it out. So he got his car then he had to get insurance and course now he got a couple credit cards that we're working on and teaching him how to navigate through those but I just feel like everything is a life lesson so when he does decide that he wants to move out for me those rent payments 
after he voices that to me to the time he say he's wanting to go because I make my kids have timelines okay what does that look like uh-huh. for me I'm going to be taking that money at that point to start getting him household stuff like so when he do move he's not at zero and then have to also figure that out after just paying security deposit and deposits uh-huh. to get lights you know like it's a plan and I'm I don't I didn't have this type of help when I was younger and trying to find a place I didn't even know the first thing about how to look for a place I had my best friend show me and luckily she helped me find my first place only thing I knew as far as growing up is of course as I stated before we were raised by our grandmother we literally I seen her pay the rent well before the first of the month we never had our lights cut off. We never went without food. We never even not had cable. And that's not a necessity. So I just knew like, okay, when I get on my own, I need to make sure my bills are paid early. You know, life did happen to me a few times where I just couldn't pay. But when I was able to, I did. And I have this motto, friend, and I think I've told you about it a bunch of times. And I keep it, I teach it to my kids as well. But for me, for me personally, I hold myself accountable as far as us paying our bills so much to the fact I just think like we all know life gonna happen it 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 always happens it's just the way it works I would rather have to then dig a hole than to already be in a hole and digging on top of that Mm -hmm. meaning I don't want to be behind on bills now when God has blessed me to be able to pay these bills Mm -hmm. and then life happens to me and now I'm already behind and still can't pay and now I'm gonna be cut out evicted whatever that looks like Mm -hmm. I'd rather if life happens I just face it at that time instead of having to figure out that on top of that right right wow I mean and it's crazy because a lot of people don't think like that you know like I think that you as a mom or even you as a person who didn't so much have that backing or have that I guess you could you could have also been the type of mom that could be could give what you were given you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like okay I'm not gonna tell you and show you how to pay these bills but you see me paying these bills but then when it's your time to go you gotta go and I think that I think that some parents and I, I won't say recent parents but I have known for parents to actually be like when you're 18 you're out of here yeah, I don't believe like when you when you're 18, you're out of here, and you kind of really put them out there to struggle, exactly. Like and I, to str- struggle in a life that's already a struggle, and you yeah. have created that struggle for them, and not tell them, or a mom that just lets their kids stay home and don't give them no direction. No, like you're, you're still healthy. here, you're not working, you're upsetting me you're aggravating me that you're here not only that obviously you are dealing with men and women you know because now you're grown so you're dealing with you're dating and now you're bringing children into the home and it's like now not only are you living living here your children are living here Mm -hmm. and sometimes I have to see whoever this maid is that you're you know that you're dealing with and it's like I, I hate to see children with no direction I won't say that I've had the best direction given to me, but I was given some direction, right? Right. 
um, I was given enough to stand on a foundation with and know what to do. There are some people who don't have anything and literally have to find their way. They have to ask people who are around them, learn from people who they don't know. or And, and it's hard. Me. You know, it's, it's hard. hard. And like, I don't know. Do you think that that may be... Did, and I don't know for you because I don't know if you ever told me that you had a hard time getting on your feet but do you feel like that played a part in you having a hard time getting on your feet and getting to a point where you actually felt stable yes I'm I'm just very big on not wanting to see anybody feel the way that I felt Mm-hmm. So, again, we were raised by my grandmother. I'm going to always give her grace because she stepped into a role she didn't have to. On For top sure. of, again, credit was not important back then. So, you can't teach what you don't know back then. Mm-hmm. Today, I already told y'all how I feel about that. So, I'm going to give her grace in that area. But literally, growing up, my grandmother gave us everything we needed. Everything that we wanted. Like, if you knew me back then and in high school, you can attest to that. The moment I turned 18, it was like, you're cut off. It was a real life culture shock. Like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, what do you mean? Like, there was no teaching. And again, I'll give her grace because at that point, you can't teach what you don't know. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I just never, even then, I just, and I was a mom already. I had my son at 17. So, I was already a mom. And that's why... I don't know if I've said it in previous podcasts, but you might hear me say it if I haven't already. You might hear me say it repeatedly that I feel like my son saved me from myself. Because Mm. although I did not know a lot of these things, I knew that I had to figure things out because of him. Yeah. So I asked questions, like, to people that I thought knew it. I watched people. Like, I always, you know, like... And for some reason, I kind of always, my friend circle was mostly always people that were older than me. Not saying they were always doing the right things or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But when I saw people doing certain things, I watched it. I asked questions. You know, I didn't always make choices. I don't want to sit on this episode and act like I've done everything perfectly thus far. You for know? sure. Yeah. And I don't want to sit on this episode and act like I expect my kids to be perfect. No. I feel like I'm in a position where... I can only give them the tools and pray that they do what's right. And if they decide not to use the tools or if they abuse the tools, I can always say that I tried. And then when you need to be picked back up again, I'm going to be there to hold your hand while you figure it out. And I assist you from afar, but I'm still going to be there because I I gave it to you the first time around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because now you're setting a foundation under their feet for them to be able to build on. When you Mm -hmm. don't give somebody a foundation and just as an analogy, you put them in mud, they're eventually going to sink or not be able to not know what to do with this mud. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. And I had a conversation with my husband. And I just told him, like, well, I hope when my son does decide to move out that he does not move with a woman for his mm-hmm. first home. Like, to me, that's big. Of course, ultimately, he's going to do what he want to do. And I said it before. I'm going to support him and whatever. But for me, 
I don't I would love for him to experience that life on it because I also think it'll make him a better man you don't want to mm-hmm. jump into a ready-made family even if it's kids or not you don't want to jump right into that I want you to be able to date someone you go home they go home y'all meet up sometime in the middle or each one's house but I just don't want for him to instantly go living with a woman because I yeah. want him to be able to take care of his home and because as women we jump into that okay I'm living with this guy I'm gonna be the one that does this that does that you know and my son don't let her (laughs) yeah I think that was probably one of the best decisions that I've ever made not having my first apartment and not living with the man I think the first man I ever lived with was my husband Mm-hmm. And I think that that was hands down. The, because one thing about being so young, because let's just be honest, you're 18, 19, even 20, 21. You're too young to even try to understand yourself enough in order to add another person to that. Right. So now you're in a household with, you know, your personality that you're learning and figuring out. And now you have to learn a whole nother person's personality. And because you don't know yourself well enough, you you more than likely will allow yourself to be swayed too many times or being, you know, um, manipulated right. too often because you don't know yourself enough. And I think that me taking that time and really getting to know myself it really did draw me to have standards early on. Like I I knew that there were certain things I wasn't doing unless I was married. I knew that uh, there were certain things that I would not accept, you know, outside of me being a wife or, you know, and I, I married early on and obviously it didn't, it didn't take its course that it should have, but, or maybe it did, who knows, (laughs) who knows, but Um, I would just say that the fact that you take a moment to find yourself, to learn you and what you really want out of this life is huge. You know, when you have, because sometimes when you add people to the equation, even if it's a roommate, sometimes they have the ability to manipulate you, get you to do things that you don't want to do. You might want to stay in, read, meditate or whatever. And your roommate like, let's go out, you know, let's go do this and let's go do that. And then they pull on you. And that's not really what you want to do or even what your soul desires at that moment in time in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I just, just, like every parent, I said it, we want the best for our kids and I'm not perfect. I'm, friend, you notice I'm very hard on myself as a parent I'm always feeling like I'm not doing something right or I'm not teaching enough or you know but I'm coming to terms with myself with that through prayer just you know allowing myself to great to have grace for myself and knowing that I'm doing the best that I can by my kids but um it it doesn't help them by giving them everything like like you touched on like he could very much so be staying here and he works a job and he makes decent money and he don't pay for nothing and he just stacking all his like that doesn't I'm not teaching you anything right it's you know it doesn't help to just let you have all your money and you're not being taught because when it's time for you to go live out in this world whether it's by yourself or with a roommate I don't want you if you do decide to have a roommate to be the one that don't know how to pay the bills yeah be the one the anchor in the 
roommate situation you know like I want you to be the one on the up and up and know what you should be doing to be a benefit to every situation that you find yourself in moving forward yeah wow I think it's it's really interesting even when you said about living on another woman and I know that's not necessarily um you know the topic in which we're talking about but I think a lot of people who are not prepared in that way you know I have grew up around seeing men always using a woman as their anchor you know what I mean like not knowing how to do things on their own because they've always had a woman or always lived with the woman who you know, either cook for them, clean for them, you know, did pretty much everything for them. And then when it's time for them to be on their own, even outside of them, you know, being at home with their mom, when it's time for them to be on their own, they don't know what to do with that. Right. You know, they don't know how to cook. They don't know how to clean. All they know is they put a folding chair in their living room and they got the game and the TV. Like, that's the right. <laughs> that's my spot. Yeah, that's my spot. And it's theirs and that's all that they know. They don't know that, you know, you need a couch. Like, you need tissue all the time in your bathroom. Like, you need... There are certain things that I think you, you should instill in your children when you're trying to teach them or show them a way in, in this we, life. We can talk about that from a a female standpoint as well. Like you have Uh some women who will just allow a man to provide for them and they're comfortable in that space where they're not even trying to have their own thing outside Uh of this. Um, That's that's just not something we should be doing. Yeah. Because a person can pick up and leave you or take back everything. Trust me, I, I had it happen. Yeah, like you don't want that. And, and even in still, like, I just feel like if you're going to be in that position as a woman, just make sure if ever you had to walk away from this situation, you're going to be good. Whether that's looking like, okay, you give me money, I'm going to make sure every time you give me money, I put something up for myself. Uh-huh. Whether if you decide you just don't want to work, do that. Or if you feel like, okay, I need to work, but I'm still going to take your money, still stack your money and do whatever you need to do or whatever they're giving you. Like, it's not beneficial to anyone to solely count on another person as an adult i'm speaking of adults Uh to count on another person to make sure your life runs the way it's supposed to yeah yeah for sure for sure i agree with that 100 percent 100 percent i think uh my mom learning that she she also taught me to not not um allow a person to do everything for me mm-hmm. and I did allow that one time I won't say everything because I had my own apartment at that point so the only thing that he was doing for me was the little things like he would go out and buy me clothes and he bought me my first car my first vehicle but the moment that I said I wasn't dealing with him anymore I woke up to go to work one morning and my car was not there <laughs> and I thought I'm calling the tow company I'm like somebody that came and towed my car and yeah no he came and picked it up but I learned my lesson at that point like okay never allow somebody to give you something they can take back you know always be prepared to provide that thing on your own and at the time I was working and I did have you know what was necessary along with some help you know finding it but I did have 
enough and worked up enough money to be able to get another car within that Mm -hmm. same week. So not having, just think about what that would have been for me, you know, had I not been prepared or had not had money that I was putting up when he was doing all this, taking care of me and providing for me and doing all of this other stuff. Right, because now you got to pull on somebody else to help you. Yeah. Get out of that situation. Like, people, just know your children. Just do your best. You know, you might not have all the answers but if they're asking questions I would just suggest you learn with them that way you not only better in your child you better in yourself you know and it don't all it does not help to just want to give your kids everything like even down to the designer clothes I don't buy my kids designer clothes they'll get nice shoes but baby we gonna go to Target We gonna go to TJ Maxx. We gonna go, you know, like I'm not gonna sit up here and buy you all these designer clothes that you gonna grow out of and maybe wear once or twice. And then the kids we got these days, they feel like they ain't supposed to repeat outfits and all that type of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. no, no. When when you decide that you're gonna work or get old enough to work and buy your own things, you're more than welcome to do that. But just know, you better make sure if you stand here, your rent come on time. <laughs> <laughs> Because, listen, you get evicted. Listen, I will evict you. I won't put you out the house, but you getting put out that room you pay for. You're going right. to have to go sleep on the couch or something because that's where you're going to go if you leave. Right. You, you don't get no, no private areas here no, no more. You evicted out your room. <laughs> Let you not pay your bills. Luckily, my son don't play about his bills, so he ain't have to get evicted or nothing. But <laughs> that's what eviction looks like when you stay with me, okay? Because I will evict. Yeah, I think this was a very important topic to have, though, because, you know, it's it's clear that a lot of people don't know what to tell their kids. They don't know what to do, because, again, if you have not learned those things or you haven't been brought up on those things, you don't really know the importance of them. You know, right. kind of just give you give your child what you know. And sometimes mm-hmm. that can be a good thing and sometimes that can be a bad thing. Like I said, it it could go both ways. If you're a person that was not given, you know, a structured or didn't have a structured environment, you either will become a very structured person or you will become like the environment in which you come from. And neither one of those are per se wrong, per se wrong until you know, because when you know better, you do better is how I feel. You know, when you know, you know, what's right now, you have a choice. Because if you were never given a choice or an option outside of what you grew up in or, you know, with, then you don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's even important for my kids to travel. For sure. While young. I think it's very important whether it's a road trip, whether it's a flight. I think that's very important. Like, and again, everybody, I don't want to speak like everybody just got money and can just do all these things. No, like, we talked before about how like the aquariums in every state and things like that they're so expensive now like to me that stuff should be affordable for families Mm -hmm. because you you know 
everybody can't afford those high old tickets to take their kids but I feel like every kid should be able to experience that and not just because it's a school trip or something like that like you making memories with your family you're experiencing new things like I'm telling y'all now if God provides me with enough money I'm gonna I'm gonna make some stuff happen for families when we talk about it all the time like I just I feel like it's important for kids to experience stuff to expose your kids to certain things like going to an aquarium going to a zoo yeah Uh, you know like it doesn't have to be expensive like just do what you can to make sure your kid is experiencing life to the fullest on whatever level that looks like for you and your family yeah broaden their horizons because what it is is that if you keep them inside of a box all they know is that box you know if you broaden their horizons and you show them even if you can't afford to take your children physically give them the imagination that of these places you know show them pictures go to the library show them you know books about touring and things Mm -hmm. like that and you know broaden their horizons my very first time even hearing about uh uh paris france was when i was in french class my friend going to Paris. And listen, <laughs> I since then have wanted to go because, you know, my French teacher, she was, she had been a few times. She was fluent in speaking French. And I just thought that everything that she showed us about this place and everything she talked to us about, you know, Paris, I was like, man, that just sounds so beautiful. Like, I want to go, you know, and that has just been uh, one of the destinations in which I want to take at some point. But when you, are not taught about those things and when you're not told or even shown or taken to or given the opportunity to experience those things you don't know you know you only know what's around you you only know what you see from day to day until you something else is presented to you yep something else is presented in it and it creates a spark Mm-hmm. We going to Paris. It's not. It's in the near we future. Are. I feel it. We're gonna go. And we're gonna tell y'all all about it. My son has been to Paris, and let me tell you, it, he talks about all these places he wants to go. He like, and he talks like, "Mom, I'm gonna do this and do this and make sure I'm successful so we can travel together." That's his plan. That's like, so that's, awesome. That sparked something in him because he know I like to travel. So now mm-hmm. he like, I want to do it. I want to take you here and I want to take you there, but. Again, everybody don't have the same experiences, so we don't want to sit on here and, you know, try to make somebody feel bad for not necessarily being able to do certain types of things. But it, you are able to do things on your level, like yeah, you said, sure. take your kids to the library and look up books, you know. Um, that shows other places that you guys could possibly travel one day just to, you know, instill some things in them. But, uh, you know, these were just our thoughts on just the financial part or what we're teaching our children to be productive citizens in this world. Like, let us know what some things you guys may have been taught when you were younger that were beneficial or possibly not and you learned something you know once you got older that was much more beneficial we want to hear it we do we definitely want to hear from you again you guys can always reach out to us um you guys know all the handles and everything else but I guess we can give those at the end. I guess we'll yeah. go ahead and give those to you at We're the gonna end. We're going to switch gears a little bit, guys, and let's get into some would you tell. Would you tell? I think I'm a tell today. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like a snitch. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get into it. 
All right, so if you have two friends, Nancy and Kia, who are in business with each other, and Kia admits to you that she has been taking money out of the business accounts for her personal use, and Nancy has not noticed, and she's in a hole and don't have a way to put the money back, would you tell Nancy? Yes, because Kia, you dead dog wrong. Like, why would you take, how can you even be a friend to somebody that you're in business with? And you're taking from them and from the business and you know they're struggling to keep the business up and what you're stealing from? Yes, I'm telling. Exactly. I tell too. Cause yes. At this point, you're not a loyal person, let alone no. a friend. Because um, I don't even know if you and I are friends at this point because if you can do her like that, you'll do me like that. And we're not, exactly. no. I don't even care what you think about me after I tell. Because you should have never did that. <laughs> you just ruined the business. Nah, but I'm telling you. Like, yes. No, ma'am, you ruined the business. I'm just telling her to get herself up out of this because you did wrong. Yes, because in your mind, I, I could never really see myself saying this person is my friend and doing something like that. Yes. That could cause them to lose out on something or affect them in a negative way. If I'm not pouring positive positivity into you and I'm not affecting you positively, I, I'm i not your friend. Right. And then nine times out of ten, if we friends the way we say we are, which we got to be because we got a business together. If you had something going on where you needed this money to make it okay, it could have been come a conversation. To right. And I'm sure it would have been like, of course, we'll figure it out later. Yeah, but you, you played yourself. If you, you were still yourself. friends. You were kid. And you will lie. Exactly. Like, no, ma'am, we're not doing that. I would definitely tell. Would y'all tell? Because I'm telling. You know, a loyal friend. I'm telling. And I might and I might uh, tell her about herself because, girl, you got your nerve. Exactly. Don't do my friend like not that. Not only am I telling, because I don't want you in no whole friend, I'm going to buy her out. We could be business partners because she daddy. So here is the next one. If you had a male and female best friend, Tim and Tamika, and you introduced them, they ended up becoming a couple and got pregnant. And closer to the due date, Tim had you go looking for rings with him because he wanted to propose to Tamika. But she had no clue, right? But shortly after ring shopping with Tim, and waiting on him to do the proposal, Tamika confessed to you that she cheated on Tim and wasn't sure the baby was his. Now, Tamika. (laughs) (laughs) Would you tell? Girl, I ain't in them folks' business. I'm your two best friends. So now when this little baby come out looking like Rick and not Tim, and he all but hurt, I can't. I, I I couldn't. You wouldn't tell. I couldn't tell. And here's why I could not tell. Because there's a child involved, right? I'm not saying that it's right for me to not tell to protect Tamika. But I'm not I'm also not saying that it's right for me to tell Tim to put Tamika in a bad place with a child like I don't you know what I mean like I don't Mm -hmm. know how to distinguish between 
what's more important, leaving her alone with a kid to take care of by herself or but he finna me not telling him. him. I mean, that's on them. I ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't. In this situation, I don't know if I can. I can't say that I would and I can't say that I wouldn't like I think it would definitely be eating me up that he literally taking this so serious that he wants to do life with her make her his wife and she holding on to this secret I just always think about okay so what if she never tells he never finds out they get married everything is peachy fine whatever but what if he somehow finds out after all this? I I knew this information. Like I just always listen. Don't tell me nothing because either you gonna tell or I'm gonna make make you have to tell. So I won't tell. I'm gonna tell her she. Needs I, to yeah, I think I might talk to her into being like you should. You, I think I feel like you should tell him. You need to tell him. You need to talk to him. But I don't think that it would be my place to be like. Oh well, she told me this, so now I have to tell you. <laughs> so what did that do she that cheated? I just I couldn't tell. I couldn't put myself in position to tell him. But okay, I think so I would have a conversation that. with her. Yeah, and tell her would. and hope that you she need would to tell. Right. Like I'm so not just gonna take do? that information and sit on it. But I, yes, you need to tell, and I probably would be hounding her. Like, did you tell him? Right. Did you tell him? So what do you do when? They have the baby, they get married, and TJ growing up and not looking like Tim. Not Tim Jr. Tim Jr. <laughs> Girl, you had your nerve to name him Tim Jr. <laughs> and TJ is not looking like Tim. And Tim is like starting to question it, like coming to you like, I, he don't look like me. Like our family got strong genes. I really don't think this baby mine. I think I'm going to do a DNA test, but I ain't going to tell her. What you gonna do? And I still would not. I still would not. It's not just like it wasn't up for me to tell him okay, about so her secret. I'm not telling him her. That's y'all business because at the end of the day, I don't ever want it to be like, oh, well, she told me to go ahead and do it. And oh, she told me. I'm just gonna say, I just felt like it was never my business to insert myself into such a serious situation because it is a very serious situation mm-hmm. before the marriage and after. Like, one, it includes the kids, and two, now y'all are married. Like, who am I to be? Yeah, y'all are my friends, but y'all are husband and wife. Like, that's, I I am not the Lord. I am not here to, uh, (laughs) y'all better take that to God. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Listen, so you telling on both scenarios. I mean, you mind your business on the second scenario, and you telling on... Nancy, because she did Kia wrong. Wait, uh, I'm definitely you, you telling no Kia. Kia. Yeah, she gotta go. She, Kia yeah. can't stay. That's Kia, you you done messed up, Kia. You future. can't stay. Yeah, you can't stay. You gotta go. But yes, so I'm definitely not saying nothing. Um, I ain't telling Tim. <laughs> so let us know what y'all feel, cause yeah, know. What y'all think? Y'all gonna tell Tim little TJ not here? <laughs> Cause TJ don't look like Tim, y'all. I'm so mad she named him TJ, girl. Why would you do? <laughs> you 
you could have named him something else, child. You're gonna make yeah, you gonna throw Tim son. You gonna throw salt on top of the wound and name the baby Tim Junior. Yeah, Girl, you know that ain't nothing to Tim, baby. Listen, he a junior to somebody that ain't even his daddy. <laughs> But yeah, let us know if you guys would tell. Um, obviously, you know, you got our answers and how we feel about it. You know, hit us up at uh, Golden Perceptions on IG, Golden Perceptions, Golden underscore Perceptions, sorry. And on Facebook at Golden Perceptions. And our Gmail account is goldenperceptions.kn at gmail.com. That Facebook is Golden Perceptions Podcast. Oh, sorry. Thank you for the correction, friends. Golden Perception we visited podcast. <laughs> yes, our brains are full of fluff right now. Yes, so we and definitely we... appreciate you guys for listening. We hope that you all enjoyed <clears throat> this episode. If you have not already, hit the notification bell so you do not miss when an episode uploads. We ask that you guys share, share, share the episodes if you listen to them. And we will speak to you soon. Yes, thank you guys for listening. Bye.